This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want and dial in toll-free to do so at 855-450-FREE. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-855-450-3733 can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the varied features that we have there on the site for you. Uh, those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites and you'll find the Free Talk Live site is free. In fact, you're allowed to create the content on the site as well. In fact, we really appreciate you creating content on that site because it's a really nice resource for us to do some show prep uh, with. Basically, the idea is if you find something online that you think is interesting and you'd like to share it with our other listeners, you submit it as show prep at freetalklive.com and then others will be able to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. You get to vote on things as well and the most voted up We'll make it to the front page in the top of the website at freetalklive.com. I guess I found out today, Mark, that uh, there's apparently a primary going on in South Carolina. You were so out of touch. I had no idea. I thought they were always on Tuesdays, but uh, I guess this one's on a, on a Saturday. Yeah, you know, I mean, to me, it makes more sense with modern life uh, to have primaries on a Saturday or Sunday. You think a Sunday. more people have a day off? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe in a culture of farmers, uh, when you know that made it might have made sense, like daylight savings time and all these sort of things that we still, uh, you know, hold on to through continuity, but. Uh, I mean, Saturday makes more sense to me. So I guess we'll find out maybe uh, later on in the show, give you an update once an hour yeah. or something like the that. The polls just closed. What's so, happening? Yeah. You know, at this point, nothing's uh, nothing's being reported. I'm uh, at Politico.com and uh, Michelle Bachman's at the top of the list. All right. So uh, we'll go to the news here and get your thoughts. Of course, you can bring up anything you'd like at 855-450-FREE. A Georgia mother, this according to ABC News, has been arrested for allowing her 10-year-old to get a tattoo. She said she had no idea it was illegal for him to get one, even with her consent. So this is a story that kind of really shows you that you don't really own your children. You you don't have any. Why real... would you own your children? Well, you know what I mean. I don't know if I. I don't know if they're not really right your word. children. Is that what you're saying? Right. You, you don't. You don't have dominion over. You don't have control over your children. The life of your children. The state. The people calling themselves the government. They ultimately are the ones who will decide how you get to raise your kids. And I find this disturbing that uh, I find woman, the whole thing disturbing. Um, you find it disturbing she would have gotten her son a tattoo? Or that her son would, yeah, that she would have allowed her son to get a tattoo. Can we find out what it was? You certainly can. Uh, so when Chuntera Napier's son, Gakan Napier, asked if uh, he could get a memorial tattoo, so it was his idea, uh, for his 12 year old brother, Malik, who died after being hit by a car, mm. Napier was touched by the request. She says, my son came to me and said, Mom, I want to get a tattoo with Malik on it. Rest in peace, she told ABC News affiliate WSB-TV. It made me feel good to know that Where's he... Where's this, Florida? This is Atlanta. W- okay, WSB, sorry. Uh, so, it made me feel good, she says, to know that he wanted his brother on him. When Gakan was asked why he wanted the tattoo, he said, because it represents my brother. And this is a pretty traumatic experience. I mean, you've got your uh, 12-year-old brother. He's two years older than you. Dies uh, by being hit by a car. It's awful. And you want to memorialize him by putting a tattoo on your body, something that's going to be with you forever. And Well, at least it's not the Smurfs or something. Right. Uh, So he goes on here. uh, What do I say to a child, she says, what do I say to a child who wants to remember his brother? It's not like he was asking me, can I get Spongebob, she says. He asked me for something that's in remembrance of his brother, and how could I say no? Gakan got a tattoo on his right arm of his brother's name and his former basketball jersey number. How far down? I don't know. Rotten Napier also has memorial tattoos for her son on her right arm. 
when someone at his school noticed the tattoo. Apparently not down far enough. Or uh, not, not well, uh, I'm sure far the kid was off. showing it off, too. Maybe so. And contacted authorities. He's the only 10-year-old in the school with a tattoo I'd be willing to bet. Napier was arrested on Tuesday and charged with misdemeanor cruelty and being party to a crime. She bonded out of jail on Wednesday, but is shocked that her consent was not enough for her son to get a tattoo. You know, in some places, uh, Mark, they in a lot of places, actually, it's possible to get married as like a 13-year-old. Oh, even younger than that. If you have parental consent. You mean in the United States? Yes, in the United States. If your parents say it's okay, then you can get married. Now, that's a pretty big decision. I worked with a girl in Florida that had gotten married at 14 years old. I was stunned by it, and I, you know, I don't think that her marriage was going to last much longer than uh, how did it work out? Twenty-two. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I kept up with her. She also had false teeth. Oh my! Yeah, it's a good story. She says, "I always thought if a parent gave consent, then it was fine." And who can blame her for thinking that? That's not an unreasonable thing to think, is it? If you consent for your child to do. Fill in the blank, get ear piercings, get a tattoo. I can't you know. speak to what the nationality, for, you know, the, 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 the ethnic origin of these names are that they've got here, but they don't sound um, normal for, you know, my world. And I've got to say, what would it be like for, say, uh, you know, I think of the, the singer Seal with the, mm-hmm. the scars on his face and stuff. And I, I think that those had something to do with tribal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm completely wrong here, but I do know that people mark, you know, different, different tribes all over the world do different kinds of things. And. You know, I, I'm sure that tattooing young men, um, even as as young as ten, is probably not heard of in other cultures. So, as as disturbing as I find this, I mean, you know, the, if my son came and wanted a tattoo, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a long talk about that. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, who am I to tell other people from other places how they can treat their kids? Absolutely. So. We'll continue here. She says, uh, how can somebody else say that it's not okay? He's my child, and I have the right to say what I want for my child. I can't go tell anybody else what I want for their child. Sounds like this lady's got a head, uh, you know, head straight on her shoulders. She gets it. A Georgia law from 2010 states, it shall be unlawful for any person to tattoo the body of any person under the age of 18 except a physician or osteopath. Police say that Napier has refused to cooperate in naming the tattoo artist who could also be prosecuted for violating the law. Well, good for her. Aceworth uh, Chief of Police Michael Wilkie told ABC News in an emailed statement the tattoo appeared to be the work of an amateur and said one police theory is that when Napier took the child to get a memorial tattoo similar to her own, she discovered it was illegal and took him somewhere where it could be done illegally like a jailhouse tattoo. Unfortunately, he said, the mother has elected to not cooperate with the police any further in this investigation. I say that's fortunate. She's a hero for keeping quiet. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, well, as far as I'm concerned, the responsibility um, in this would lie with her more so than than with the uh, tattoo artist. But um, you know, oh, I mean, they want him. They want him or her, whoever it sure is that did this. They want to more charges, sounds more like criminal a, charges, more people in jail, more people uh, paying fines to the state. It sounds like a friend or family member to me. The tragedy of this, says the police chief, is the child's tattoos are some sort of memorial to a sibling who was lost in a car accident a few years ago. I understand from the investigators that there are several mo- memorials to the deceased child in the apartment where they live. It may be that professional or religious counseling for their grief would be more helpful than anything. Well, thank you so much, Chief uh, So-and-so, 
like, you know, we care what you think about what is the appropriate way to handle uh, grief and the loss of a loved one. Thanks very much. I'm sure grief counseling would be nice, but maybe these people wanted to express themselves in a way that was a little bit unusual. I'm disturbed by the police chief having an opinion on the subject. Um, we, well, it's his child, so he can do whatever he wants. We, uh, the citizens, uh, supposedly, are the ones that are supposed to decide what is right and what is wrong as according to the law, and then we hire people to enforce that. Not people to have opinions about it, I mean, well, that's he a should nice not, theory, Mark. But was you he wearing his freaking uniform? You, you didn't. He should have said, "Look, it's the law. I enforce the law." The, Sorry, but it breaks down where you said you hired this guy. He, you didn't hire him, right? Well, as uh, that, I, the city I, council, I, probably. I'm did. talking about the lies that the government tells uh, us about yes, how the it story operates. is yeah. that right. So I guess I mean, I'm they curious. call us citizens, but we're not citizens. According to Black's Law Dictionary, a citizen is a person who has a, a duty of allegiance because of an obligation of protection. Right. The Supreme Court has ruled over and over again there is no pro- uh, obligation from the government to protect you. So therefore, your idea that you're a citizen is fallacious, it's and just, their laws say so. It's another word for surf. You you're are sur- you're a surf. subject, and you can. It's clear that you're a subject. Look at how they're behaving here. Oh, oh, you got your son a tattoo. You can't be doing that. Jail time for you, lady. So I guess I'm wondering, are there people out there listening tonight? Do you think that this is good? That that this woman, boy, she sure should be punished. Put that lady in a cage. Take her son away from her. Because, you know, if parents go to, to jail, then that is usually a pretty good excuse for the state to take them, take their kids, right? She bonded out pretty quickly, so I imagine she still has them. She but. did, but she's still facing misdemeanor charges. Uh, this, you know, they could do anything to, to this court. lady's family at this point. Eight five five four fifty free. Do you think that it's acceptable for parents to be able to decide whether or not their ten-year-old child should be able to get a tattoo? Eight five five four fifty free. Bring up what you want. Free talk live. Americans are losing their wealth. People are rioting in the streets. For years, the American people have ignored the assaults on our liberty. The book in plain sight, The Disregarded Truth, not only reveals the truth and the deceptive tactics that have caused the decline of our liberty, but also identifies and explains how we, the American people, can restart what was once a free America. It's time to wake up, protect our liberty, and return the government back to its proper role. It's time to know the truth. Order in plain sight. The Disregarded Truth today at Amazon.com. Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. Bring up anything you want. Dial in, toll free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Give you the features on the site there entirely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And the features there include the bulletin board system, so you can go get interactive with other listeners. Also get show notes. As far as the uh, the show prep we decide to use on the show, we usually list it over at the Free Talk Live BBS, bbs.freetalklive.com. If you're anything like me, you have a difficult time carving time out of your day to sit down with a book to read. Uh, the way that I've solved that problem for me is audio books. I mean, audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment. It's a great way to get in the reading that you need to do without 
having to carve out time of your day to sit down with a book. You could do it while you're gardening, while you're exercising, while you're commuting to work, uh, whatever, you know, whenever you've got time the day, you can put some headphones on. It's a great way to do it. Some people don't even use headphones. I do. Um, and audible.com has more than a hundred thousand titles over there. And like all the new releases, girl with the dragon tattoo, Tom Clancy's locked on. The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins and uh, the Steve Jobs uh, biography and many more. Here's the the Clinton uh, biography and um, you know just a, a lot. Regis Philbin has a new book out. <laughs> so uh, you can see all these books and more. Get the reading in you want to do uh, from Audible.com. You can get a free download of one book from Audible by going to audiblepodcast.com/ftl. It's audiblepodcast.com/slash FTL is in Free Talk Live, and you get a free book there. Go try it out. It is worth it. I think that you'll enjoy it as much as I do. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. All right. So we started the show out tonight here. And of course, you can bring up anything, but we started the show up uh, with a story about a mom who has been arrested, charged with a misdemeanor because she believed she actually had some level of autonomy in regards to how she raises her children. Her 10-year-old son wanted to get a tattoo because his uh, 12-year-old brother had died in a car accident. Somebody literally ran into him, apparently, with a car. And he wanted to memorialize his brother by, well, putting him on his arm and getting a, a tattoo. So she thought that that was all right. As she points out, he, she says, well, it's not like he was asking me, can I get SpongeBob? And so she felt this is an appropriate sort of tattoo. Like this is something that, you know, his brother's that's that's important to him, you know, it's gonna mean something down right. the line. And so she decided to allow this to happen. Someone saw it at school, they snitched on him, and now mom's been arrested for a misdemeanor and the cops are actively investigating to find out who the tattoo artist was. And I think Bring it's, them to justice. it's just absolutely outrageous. And it is, it's evidence that you don't actually have any autonomy when it comes to how you raise your children. If you cross some sort of a line that she couldn't have, she's bewildered by this. She's, she cannot understand why she as a mother cannot make decisions like this for her child or with her child. And it's, it's such an insult. You know, what this really comes down to is, it's people believing that they know what's best for other people. And in this case, it's the government people, the people with guns and power who have a certain set of standards that they might hold their family to that they believe that they should foist, uh, foist on other people. And this is such a dangerous idea because it leads to conflict that just keeps on going because everybody's got their own ideas for how to raise kids. Everybody has their own set of uh, rules or set of strictures that they believe are very important to uh, to apply to child rearing. And the problem comes in when you want to take your set of personal rules and apply them to everyone else. Yeah, it does. I mean, a tattoo doesn't seem like a good idea to me. But when I was in school, they taught me that the United States was a melting pot. I remember, as a matter of fact, the schoolhouse rocks. So it must be true that the mm. United States is a melting pot. And if... You can't melt. I mean, these. I don't know what these folks' name was, but it was something that I'm not familiar with. Uh, it wasn't Anderson, I can tell you that. And you know, I mean, maybe they're from some foreign country where tattooing's it's okay. Common, sure. And if it's okay for uh, you know somebody to immigrate legally or whatever from uh, you know Ghana and come over here and and have whatever. Sorry, lady, you're gonna do it our way around here. 
Right. This um, is Georgia. You know, they it, it, it's, it's so arbitrary and weird. Um, you know, I, I don't think that somebody should be able to do these, uh, you know, th- this kind of thing. But this kid was 10, 10 years old. I don't think this tattoo is going to look real great when he gets older. I think this is a bad idea. I've got lots of reasons it I think this is a bad idea. It may be a bad idea, but people should be free to make mistakes and to choose incorrectly let's go to cliff and get your thoughts on this at 855-450-FREE do you think that uh, the people should be able to make decisions like this with their families or is the government pe- the government people right in taking this woman and putting her in a cage cliff uh, you're on free talk live listening to wilm in wilmington delaware uh no i i do not agree with what's going on with this woman and the reason why i say that is you know i'm 35 years old i have five kids wow okay you're busy. and I, me and my wife both have experienced all types of behaviors from our children, all types of requests that our children have asked us, you know, for which, what they want, what they want us to do or what they want to have for themselves, whatever. You know, the way I look at it is if if that's a way for her to identify her child, you know, God forbid something happens and they want to, you know, be able to track this kid down and find it, you know, find him or her and, you know, then recognize a tattoo, you know, and. You know, that that makes it all more easier for the, you know, for law enforcement to, you know, identify this child and return him back, him or her back to, you know, her parents, his or her parents. But my thing is, you know, I was locked up for uh, smacking my son on the rear end. I didn't punch him in the face. I didn't smack him across the face. I beat his behind a typical good old American butt whooping. I smacked his behind, left the mark. One of my wife's uh, family members decided to be a hero and called the police. Well, the police came out to my house, and the officer uh, came out, asked me if uh, you know if I beat my beat my kid, and I said yeah. And uh, he asked if he could look and see you know where the mark was. I showed him the mark, and he said, unfortunately, because there's a mark, I'm going to have to lock you up. Now, and I smacked him on his behind. I didn't hit him anywhere else but on his behind, open hand, all so- because my son was being rebellious, would not do his homework. He was throwing a fit inside the house. You can hear him all the way outside, you know, where I was throwing my oil change in the driveway, all the way outside. The neighbors are looking around like, what the hell's going on, you know? So do you so think I, you I should be allowed to, to paddle? Do you think you should uh, be allowed to paddle your son's butt? Do you think you should, uh, should I be allowed to? Yeah, should you, be, should you, as a parent, have the autonomy to spank your son? Yes, I should. And then why the shouldn't this parent have the autonomy to uh, let her child get a tattoo? I think he agrees that she should uh, allow it. He yeah, does? Cause that's not she what I should. got. She should. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I did not understand what you said. I thought, thought you were saying that's that she okay. shouldn't. Uh, right. And now I disagree well, with, with spanking. We've gotten into the spanking issue recently, so I don't want to rehash that too much. I disagree with spanking children, but I would never advocate somebody throw you in a cage for making a decision about how to raise your kids. I, you know, that's just none of my business. It's your family. They're, you know, they're your kids. You handle your discipline in the way you want to handle your discipline, and I'll handle my discipline in the way I want to handle mine. And thank you, Cliff, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Brings up a great point about being able to identify the child. I hadn't considered that as a possibility. Well, I'm not going to sure tattoo government- my son. But- well, that's an interesting point, and I'm sure when the government decides that we all need tattoos, they won't turn away from tattooing children at that Probably point. Probably not. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, just tattoo a little barcode on the back of their neck. You can neck. make it of that ink that only shows up at a black lights. More coming up here. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. 
DigEdPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in and bring up what you want. Live Saturday edition of the program. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We'll give you the features there. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Features like our Shrine of Female listeners with the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they are listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that. And if you're a lady listener, uh, get details on how to become part of the Shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com. If I told you that there was a cigarette out there that costs less than half of regular cigarettes, was 22,000 times healthier than regular cigarettes, and that you could get completely free. You could smoke it indoors. Well, not smoke it. You vaporize it indoors uh, because it doesn't have any smoke. There's no secondhand smoke. You can uh, do it just about anywhere. Your clothes won't smell anymore. And this e-cigarette is made by Vaporsmiths.com. It's one of the best made e-cigarettes in the market today. And like I said, you can get it for free. All you have to do is go to Vaporsmiths.com and purchase 40 cardamizers. Cardamizer is the thing that goes on the end of the e-cigarette that contains the nicotine. Each cardamizer has about as much nicotine as a pack of cigarettes, and the 40 cardamizers cost $70. You can't get 40 packs of cigarettes for $70. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you are. Not even in South Carolina can you get 40 <laughs> packs of cigarettes for $70. Um, and the starter kit, free, shipping, free, vaporsmiths.com. You have to use coupon code FTL when you check out. That's FTL as in free talk live, or you can call 855-2-GET-VAPOR. It's 855-2-GET-VAPOR, vaporsmiths.com. I recommend it. I, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. I love the Vaporsmiths uh, it's, product. It's kind of, <laughs> it's, it's it, you know, they have flavors for smokers, flavors for, you know, just kind of taste, uh, you know, I strawberry, like the v- vanilla, things like that. I like yeah. Vanilla. Uh, all right. So 855-450-FREE is our toll-free number here. You can bring up anything. But if you, uh, you know, if you're a parent, uh, you probably have an opinion about what the, the story is we're talking about tonight here. A mom has been arrested down in Georgia charged with a misdemeanor because she allowed her son to get a tattoo. Now, they came to this decision together. He came to mom and he said, Mom, I I miss my brother. He was 12. He died in a car wreck uh, and I want to memorialize him. And she said, that sounds like an okay thing. Let's do that. They got the tattoo done. Somebody at school saw it, snitched on him to the cops, and they came and arrested mom. Yeah, this isn't a situation where, you know, people are like female circumcision where the kid doesn't have an option or something like that. This is a 10-year-old that brought the idea to mom to memorialize his brother. So should parents be able to make decisions like this for their kids? I mean, I can't believe I'm asking a question like this. It seems like a no-brainer. Hello, it's your family. You should be able to but make the these world decisions. Is chucked 
full of people who don't believe you should be able to raise your right. kids Do-gooders in certain who, ways. who believe they know what's best for you uh, and your family. But those people, what they don't realize is that if they're not in the majority, then other people are going to tell them how to raise their kids. If for That's whatever true. reason there's some kind of sea change in American culture, um, if the suggestion is that you should be able to control other people's sort of like the majority, uh, should be able to control the minority, then w- what's to stop the majority from going after you? at some point. Indeed. one 855 They say that uh, those who wish to control others will only end up finding themselves controlled. And if only Americans could learn this lesson. And I think a lot of, uh, a lot, I think a lot of people understand Maybe on a personal level, for instance, that uh, that they should be free to make decisions and uh, run their own family sure. how they want to. I should be free to run my own family. But yet they just can't keep their hands off of other families' business. Same thing applies on a national or international level. You know, people just can't keep their hands out of other people's business around the world. Man, leave people alone. If you want to be left alone in your life, you've got to do the same to others. Yeah, I want to know what the difference is between, uh, you know, a child getting a tattoo and a child getting their ears pierced. I mean, it's a permanent Depends thing. Depends who you ask. Some people don't think children should have their ears pierced. It, it's culture. Yes, but those people are in the vast minority. I mean, they're, they're in a small uh, minority. Those are the people that say, oh, no, nobody under the age of 18 should ever get their ears pierced. I mean, that's that that's a pretty old school opinion. What about gauges? What about the uh, the larger piercings? Oh, yeah, those ones. That I, you I know, bet people's opinions will start to a, change. Pass a pencil through those. Right. Uh, I, bet, I, bet as the, I bet as the piercing gets larger, people's opinions will start yeah, to change I, I don't that. like them at all. I you know, I, they really bother me. Um, you know, but you know, it's your ear, man. Let's go to Zachary in Kansas. You're on Free Talk Live, Zachary, with Ian and Mark. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I, uh, well, there's two underlying issues with this case. One is uh, I don't really care what Chief Chief Boner's opinion of the tattoo is, but if they really are thinking that it was an amateurly done tattoo, and so likely, if I remember, you know, from what I know of amateur tattoos and how people kind of jerry-rig their machines up and don't sanitize them properly. What mm-hmm. this regulation did was really put this child in danger. Great point. Because the mother couldn't take the child to a professional in a shop that's licensed and has been inspected and we know everything's clean. She took him to somebody that probably did it in the garage, and you don't know if it's a safe procedure. Or Great not. point, Zachary. I'm glad you brought that up. What's the other one? Well, the other point is that I'm you know, working in public education like I do. I've been in a position as a mandated reporter, where I've had to turn in to a social agency uh, because I thought a child was in danger. And when I say in danger, I mean their life or their uh, body was in danger of being harmed materially. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like having to do that because I know what social agencies often do. What was the situation? When, in my case? Yeah. I, a, a child had been had come to school bruised. Uh, significantly. Uh, not a standard, you know, not even a spanking. I mean, had been beaten with something, and I was pretty sure that that the child would be beaten again if they went home. And I didn't like having to turn that in because, you know, I second-guessed myself. Well, what if I'm wrong? What if? But a, a, a person working in a school should have the wherewithal and the good judgment to look at a case when they have to, they feel like they have to turn something in and ask themselves, is this child being materially harmed? Are they in danger of significant bodily injury or psychological trauma? 
And a tattoo, I'm sorry, is nothing like what those uh, the people who came up with those regulations were thinking and what you know most people would consider a significant injury. The, the person at school should have used better judgment. Zachary, thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Let's go on to Tim listening in good points, by the way, the, the, the whole underground tattoo point. Mm, yeah. Really sharp. Because whenever you make something illegal... You drive it into the underground. Right. I mean, if you've been paying attention for the last dec- uh, you know, 100 years <laughs> to prohibition, you know that anytime anything is made illegal, it becomes the, uh, you know, the, it becomes the bailiwick of uh, criminals and people that are willing to take risks or much higher risks in order to provide that product or service. So you make tattoos illegal, they're just going to go and get them from their buddy and who knows what kind of equipment they'll be using. Let's talk to uh, – let's go to Wade listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Hello, Wade. Hi, good evening. How are y'all? Super. What's on your mind tonight, Wade? Uh, well, I was wanting to talk about the tattoo. Uh, as far as a parent goes, I, I am a parent. Mm-hmm. I have a 27-year-old and a 21-year-old, and I'm 47 myself. Uh, as far as a parent-wise goes, a parent never stops learning how to be a parent. Uh, the day the day somebody says I've got all the answers, look out. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you'd never stop learning, and in this parent's position, I for one never would have let my child done that till they got to an age where look, you're on your own. You do what you want to now. I've raised you to the best of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as her, I believe she made a mistake. Now. With that said, parents, when they get confronted with stuff like this, they have to be informed. They have to find out all the information they need. Just say, like, okay, I personally said I wouldn't let my child do it, but before I would just say, no, put my foot down, and that'd be the end of it, I would research it. Research it. Talk to the people that you're considered about having it done. Talk to the person that's going to support the person. So those all sound like good suggestions, Wade, but you would say that even though you disagree with the decision, you don't think that she should have been put in jail, right? No, not at all. I mean, that's that's a parent's right. No doubt. Brother, I appreciate the the call tonight. Thank you for making it, Wade. More coming up here at 855-450-FREE. Time for your thoughts. You can bring whatever you want. 855-450-3733. It is Free Talk Live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit LibertyDocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's LibertyDocumentary.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number for you is 855-453-FREE. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. There are a myriad of features, and you'll find that they are free. We've got a lot, including archives that go all the way back to late 2006. You just click and download as many of them as you want and enjoy for free. Now, of course, it's not free for us to run the website. It does cost money. And we have a few different ways that we can uh, make that money without charging our listeners 
to actually get on the website. So one of those ways is you can shop with us. Now, if you've ever done shopping on the Internet before, odds are good you've been to Amazon. So you're probably very familiar with Amazon and how they've got a huge selection and they've got you know a great uh, customer service and free super saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items. They even sell used items as well. Dozens of categories of products, millions of items from which to choose. You know Amazon. Now, in order to shop at Amazon and help Free Talk Live, all you have to do is just enter through our portal at shop.freetalklive.com. So you're going to do your shopping anyway. You might as well start at that point because if you start at shop.freetalklive.com and click into the Amazon link you'll see there, then Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase. It's that simple. You're going to get the stuff you're looking for at the same great Amazon prices you're used to. It's just that Amazon's going to send us a cut of their profits because we sent them the business. So please uh, get your shopping done over at shop. .freetalklive.com. As we continue here, Tim is listening to KUSA out in the Yakima, Washington area. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, good afternoon. I guess that's probably evening where you are. Indeed, sir. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm hearing about I'm hearing about this, uh, uh, you know, attitude. Uh, of the the government in this town. And may I ask you, the town in Georgia where this woman got arrested? It's not made clear from the story, but WSB is reporting on it in Atlanta, so I'm guessing it's Atlanta area, but that's just supposition on my part. Yeah, well, um, most of Georgia is a conservative state, uh, but there are these cesspools of, of liberalism around there. But the fact that this, to whoever, whatever uh, city government it is, that says we have the right to tell a parent what they can do with their child is just typical liberalism. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, wait Uh, a minute. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) How does this have anything to do with conservative or liberal? I mean, both conservatives and liberals are very interested in controlling other people and how they raise their families. Uh, Well, um, I would say that for the most part, okay, it's the liberals that say, we know better than you on what you can do wherever you are and whatever you do so, and whoever you are. Let's talk about gambling for a second. Let's talk about, uh, you know, all the vice crimes, gambling, prostitution, uh, doing drugs, you know, all these things. These are all conservative issues generally where conservatives want to tell people how they can live their lives and control, control their own bodies. I mean, wouldn't you say that uh, conservatives certainly are very intrusive when it comes to issues? that are of a social nature? There are some issues. Uh, I can't uh, put a finger on each one. There are some uh, uh, issues that the the rhinos up in Washington have uh, stood by and, and said, yes, we have the ability to tell you to do this and that and the other thing. So you think it's just okay. conservatives in Washington that uh, that are like that, that, that conservatives around the country uh, don't generally have the it's idea? Like a, that it's they, why I don't like these terms, conservative yeah. and liberal, because they don't mean anything. To this gentleman, uh, conservative means a person who will let another person control his, his or her body um, to be in control of their life. And to me, I would use a term like libertarian to describe that. However, many conservatives don't like the term libertarian, um, and but libertarians are socially liberal and fiscally conservative. So I mean, well, it gets- right? I mean, libertarians are classically liberal and paleoconservative. So again, trying to label one conservative versus the other liberal, it gets into this kind of this morass of confusion. Uh, and so I guess I'm curious. So you must consider yourself a conservative, then? Yes. 
I'm a, I'm a registered conservative. A registered I, conservative. Uh, my my normal my normal life is in in Georgia, in Gwinnett County. Okay, it's... I just happen to be in Yakimama, Washington, on a business project. So okay. if, if I, as a uh, as a parent, uh, would like, and I'm not, but if I were a parent and I decided that my son or daughter were old enough to uh, to try consuming cannabis for the first time, say at age uh, 14, oh, uh, how would you feel about that? Absolutely not. And whoever was going to sell it to him, I'd crush him. Well, wait, I thought that I had the uh, freedom as a parent to make decisions with my family. I thought you just told me that a moment ago. I guess you were just joking, uh, huh? Not to do illegal things. Oh! But this is illegal. This is illegal. Yes, tattooing your child in uh, Georgia is illegal, sir. So therefore you would support them t- taking this woman into a cage, correct? Wrong. Where, is it, <laughs> where in the rest of Georgia is it illegal uh, from the... Uh, the you know, other than this uh, township, village, uh, whatever. This is uh, this is sta- I believe total, this is state you know. law. Where else is it illegal? This is to, state to law, sir. Child, uh, state law across the entire state of Georgia. Well, then it's then it's stupid. Yeah. Wait, what's so- stu- wait? What's stupid? <laughs> is it stupid to arrest the mom or stupid? The law is stupid or what's what's stupid? Well, uh, any law that allows the arrest of a mother for allowing her son. To put a tattoo on him. So that's uh, stupid. Uh, it's stupid. So it's stupid to al- to arrest a mom for uh, tattooing someone. So you believe that the law doesn't matter ultimately. What matters is your interpretation of the law and what, what is good and what is bad, correct? Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. I said the law was stupid. Well, the law that doesn't allow uh, people to make decisions as to whether or not to consume cannabis, I think, is stupid. I think we have some sort of audio playing there. That was my fault. Sorry about that. Anyway, go uh, go ahead, Mark. You were saying? I think that uh, the the law that disallows people from, uh, you know, consuming certain types of plants is stupid. Tim, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I mean, you know, listen. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get con- cannabis uh, uh, made legal, and the next thing it'll be it'll be cocaine. Yeah, great. Cocaine used to be legal. Cocaine has been illegal. Don't it'll, you think? Don't you, know, you think what, those things should be legal, Tim? I can't be a heroin addict. What you don't wait? You don't think that those drugs should be legal? No. Why not? I mean, what do you think? You think you can win this war on drugs? Yeah. You Quite do? Frankly, I do. What? And if, if How? People, no, listen. Okay, um, let me let me say something. Okay. Go ahead. I spent from seventy six to ninety three with the agency. Okay. The drug and enforcement all agency. Those years, I fought the bad guys. You, which, you, agency? which agency, the, sir? The, the the administrations do nothing, nothing, nothing. Which nothing agency along the did line. you spend those years okay. with? Pardon? Which agency? Uh, the one that they call the agency, CIA. I think it's the CIA. Oh, the CIA. So you're okay. saying that uh, there's and, some conspiracy and I to. Was, not... I was a black op contractor with them, and we fought the bad guys up until Clinton said, no, no, we can't fight the bad guys anymore. But I still, I still was out there fighting the bad guys. So you think you I can arrest your it. way out of the drug problem? No. With the, drug, with the druggies like the Sinaloa cartel. The Zeta cartel, the only way to solve the problem with them is to kill them all. Hey, now, isn't the U.S. government to have troops guarding poppy fields in Afghanistan right now? I mean, doesn't the CIA have control over, uh, to some extent, the um, heroin is, production is, of Afghanistan? Yeah, I know. And you know whose brother owns the poppy business uh, yeah, yeah. in uh, uh, Karzai's. Uh, Afghanistan? Some of it. Karzai's. Karzai's brother. Yeah, yeah. 
So and the CIA okay. is helping him, no, and, they're, and the a, CIA is procuring. Before you go on, okay. the CIA is procuring, uh, you know, ma- uh, young male prostitutes, providing child prostitutes to, uh, you know, some of Karzai's friends, and uh, you know, helping them with their their drug trade. So do you you seem to only dislike drugs okay, that are dealt no, by criminals, second, not by the you government? Gotta, you got to you got to see who's running the CIA. You know, go back to 1995 because they have such a, a good congressional aide. Named a congressional aide, never had anything to do with anything, just a congressional aide became number two at CIA. That's George when the CIA overthrew an elected government in Nicaragua, that's when I stopped okay? caring. A friend of mine did you just say we were morons? Which was posted, did you, you know, did a you just, moron. George did, Tenet was no. a moron. Okay, okay? Tim, I've got, I want to I want to focus not so much on the politics and the he, who's he, who, because I don't really care, uh, but I want to focus on you and why you think prohibition can work if you just kill enough people. So let's, let's follow the, the your line of thinking here so are you telling me that back in the uh, the 1920s uh, when we had alcohol prohibition that uh, that you believe that had they just killed enough of the people that were selling alcohol that no one would be drinking today that uh, that alcohol prohibition would have continued on and would have been a total success I'm not talking about alcohol I'm talking about Bad drugs like cocaine. Oh, alcohol's not bad. Methamphetamine, heroin. Just to clarify, Tim, did you just tell me that alcohol's not a bad drug? Do you understand? Do you understand? I sir? just want to make sure you you're clear. That Hezbollah. Did you Hezbollah, just say alcohol's okay, not a bad drug? I don't know what are, kind of world you live in, Tim, but apparently we're not able to have a conversation in it. Have a good night. Cell phone. I think it's. A, I think yeah, he's just a too, jerk. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I bet you Tim drinks. So I bet you that's why he thinks alcohol is not a bad drug, because Tim can use alcohol safely, even though alcohol is one of the most hard drugs known to mankind. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and create the content if you wish, or just surf around and enjoy what our other listeners have created for you to enjoy. But if you find something online that you like, you can submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. could be anything. could be a news article, blog post, YouTube video, whatever you think is interesting or fun or useful or whatever you think our listeners would like. You submit it because uh, it is essentially a popularity contest. Those that like it will vote in favor of it, and those that dislike it will vote it down. And the most voted up make it to the front page in the top of the site at freetalklive.com. And you may see some changes over the Free Talk Live website. We are in the middle of, I guess, doing some upgrades and that sort of thing. So bear with us as uh, there may be a little construction dust settling around there. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Going, Virtual dust. Yep. Going to the phones and your thoughts. Let's talk to David listening in South Carolina. You can bring up whatever you want, David. You're on Free Talk Live in uh, Myrtle Beach listening to WRNN. David in South Carolina. Yes, this is, yes sir. How are you? I can barely hear you. but uh, You sound fine. So go ahead, David. I wanted to just 
Well, I'll start off my point with a simple question. We we get all our all of our oil from uh, the Middle East. I mean, so much of it. Uh, how does it get to the United States? Boats. And and that that's a no brainer. But why in the world can't we just send some tankers up to Canada and bring that oil on around to Texas and and just forget about that daggum pipe running across the whole United States? I mean. Well, yeah, you're talking about the pipeline proposal. Yeah, I don't know why they particularly yeah, want mean, to take uh, it to Texas. I mean, look, we get all the oil all, all, all is is brought in on tankers. I mean, we got the Great Lakes up there. They got the pipeline all the way to the Great Lakes. I mean, what this and the heck seems to be the problem? Everything else comes in by ship. I, I, you know, I don't see a problem with it. I would think that, uh, you know, delivering it somewhere along the West Coast would make more sense since it's coming from, uh, um, you know, sort of the western portion of Canada than you would take well, it I to. Well, I mean, s- anywhere is yeah. better than uh, over there in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, what is the world is the problem? We need oil. They got it. Send some, build 12 tankers and let run them to run. Better, it better, seemed yeah. like it would be easier to build a refinery right near the border and say North Dakota or Montana. Now you're talking. Now that's another Oh, uh, but then idea. somebody wouldn't get a really sweet construction project from the, from the, you know, the, the oil companies or the federal I mean, government. I don't understand what all this hoopla is about. Some silly Someone's poised to make a lot of money off of that pipeline. I mean, yep. think about that. I mean, think about the huge project that that is and how many millions of dollars. I know, the doing while we're waiting. Thanks for the call, David. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. You know, he brings up the issue of oil and, of course... As my understanding, you can't find new. You can't be doing any new oil digging around in these parts. So, wouldn't that be a solution to allow people to actually use their property for the purposes that they would like? Like, you know, if you want to hunt around for some oil and start trying to find it and, and refining it right here, shouldn't they be able to do that too? It would seem like it. Um, you know, probably the biggest concerns are offshore oil and what to do with that. You have the problem with uh, uh, you know, public property, essentially, in, in the areas of the Gulf and, and that kind of thing. And so, I mean, is it is it the property of everyone? If so, then who gets to drill there? It makes it, you know, it's the tragedy of the commons. So if we actually did have true uh, private property rights, you should be able to use your property for whatever kind of energy resources you can tap from it, uh, whether that means putting up a uh, – Mark, you've got like a little creek that runs through your property, Mm -hmm. don't you? You could somehow tap some water power from that in theory. Uh, You can rescue – you know, you can take the sun's rays. You can utilize those. You shouldn't have to beg for permission to dig into the ground and pull pull something out of it. Uh, I think that, you know, if we actually had a free market in energy, one of the things you'd see is some alternatives – actually really kind of jumping to the forefront simply because uh, the, the the oil business is heavily subsidized. Uh, the U.S. federal government is putting all kinds of money behind the oil companies in the form of uh, international subsidies by, you know, going into other countries, invading them and attempting to secure the their oil fields, essentially, for the use of people like Texaco, uh, Exxon and these other folks. You know, if the 
if the federal government wasn't spending trillions of our dollars and taxpayer dollars to go and essentially fund protection, you know, protection yep. scam for these oil companies, then maybe we'd actually get to pay what the real price of oil is at the pump. And maybe right. people paying the real price of oil, which should be higher than what we're paying today, uh, it would actually incentivize people to do the research necessary to really bring these alternatives along. Yeah, I, I'm not for higher oil prices, but I'm not for welfare either. You mean and corporate welfare? Corporate welfare. Mm-hmm. And that's what that is. Um, when the United States government goes in and secures a place for Texaco or Exxon or whomever to drill um, and then secures the country as, you know, in that fashion, they're, nothing, they're doing nothing but, but subsidizing their security costs. If these companies want to drill in foreign countries, then they should be, have to figure out how they're going to be safe to do so. That's not my job as an American citizen to pay for their extra, extra country activities. I mean, I, I can see why you know people will make the argument that if you're in the county, you should pay for the sheriffs to protect the uh, oil drilling operation in your county. But I'm not in whatever Baghdad County, Iraq. Um, so you know, I don't see any reason why they should be paying for it. Then you'd have a more moral price. What you have is an immoral price. People having wanting to you know, there's a lot of people out there that want to use alternative fuels. Those people being forced their taxes at the point of a gun, if necessary, uh, at the threat of going to jail, they'll extract taxes from those people and then secure those businesses uh, in foreign countries. That's wrong. It's, yeah, it's That's wrong immoral. Any way you slice it. A moral price of gasoline would be interesting. I don't know what it would be. I mean, would it be $5? Tw- impossible six, to calculate $7 a gallon? Who it's knows? It's impossible to calculate it. And then at that point, if, if gas prices are, gasoline prices are higher, that will give a fair run for things like natural gas, nuclear power, um, you, you know, the wind power, air power, sun power, whatever it is you're going to do. Right. Well, at the same time, you also have to, de, uh, to deregulate the, the power business. So, for instance, uh, nuclear power is very heavily controlled. And, of course, somebody will, somebody's going to say, well, you know, it's nuclear power. It's dangerous. We need to have the federal government in there protecting us. And unfortunately, what the, what has really happened is the federal government has protected us from any kind of advancements in nuclear power. Yes, it's protecting uh, the nuclear power companies, too. Right. I mean, yeah, right. To some extent, they are protecting the existing players in the nuclear power business because they won't allow any other nuke uh, facilities to be set up, as I understand it. This is the last I've heard. And please, if you know more, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I actually just within the last two weeks met a couple guys from the local uh, nuclear power plant. And, you know, maybe I'll get to know them a little better over time and get to find out more about what what things are like on the inside of that business. But the last I'd heard, uh, the federal government was disallowing the building, the construction of any new nuclear reactors. So therefore, you are essentially talking about any nuclear reactor that is in existence today in the U.S. is probably 30 years old or more. And so, you know... New reactors can't be as safe as old reactors, right? Or not, not nearly as likely. New, what did you say? I'm sorry. Old reactors shouldn't be as, as safe as, excuse me, old actor, um, reactors shouldn't be as safe as new ones. Right. But they can't bring a new one online to replace the old one. You can't, you can't shut down the old one because you can't build a new one. And so over time, we know that new generations mean new safety features. New generations of products mean more efficiency. It means, you know, better, better product down but the line. When, uh, uh, you know, as far you as imagine I'm them concerned. freezing computer development in 1996 and we're all still running 486 processors <laughs> i get what that's you're what's saying that's what's happening in the nuclear business understood i don't i think that when nuclear power plants uh, you know put 
put tritium in the water and things like that. But that's a real problem. I mean, I it no doubt when that news comes out, you know, hey, the nuclear power plant dropped some tritium in the water. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't like that crap at all. Yeah. So um, as far as I'm concerned, they sh- you should be able to do what you want on your own property. But as soon as you do something to someone else's property, i.e., put tritium in their water, you're responsible to that person, or you should be. But is it that way? Yeah, and I don't know whether you know how many parts per quadrillion of tritium matter i have no idea but if you can show through science that that many parts per whatever of tritium matter then you know that you, that you, you should liable. have a case yeah. a, a big case toll-free number is 855-453 so we're not advocating irresponsibility we're just advocating that people should be able to develop these products and uh, advance them down the line instead of having this crazy freeze on uh, development 855-450-FREE. I mean, last I heard, they had a little nuclear power plants that were like the size of a power transformer or something like that, that you could just, just like a little box that you could put out in your yard and power a whole neighborhood with yeah. it uh, over in Japan. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there totally free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include... The Shrine of Female Listeners and the archives and the news updates. You can get signed up over at news.freetalklive.com. If you would like to follow Free Talk Live, you can do it via email, Twitter, or Facebook, whichever works best for you. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. We're talking about energy sources here uh, on Free Talk Live, and a lot of people are concerned about you know, relying on anybody else for their energy. And I think for good reason. You don't want to have to rely on some central uh, bureaucracy, the power company that is this monopoly that has been granted to, uh, you know, the, this one company that they have to serve everybody within a given geographic area. And if you've ever been involved in uh, some sort of natural disaster, you know just how bad these uh, government monopolies, I mean, almost government-run monopolies, like the next step down from government-run monopolies, uh, these power companies are at uh, at restoring service. I mean, there are people that froze to death here in New Hampshire a few years ago because, you know, the power company just didn't get to them fast yeah. enough. So some people are pretty concerned about that for good reason, and they'd like to be a little more independent. Well, that's going to be t- uh, some, one of the topics of discussion, I'm sure, at the Liberty Forum coming up here in about a month's time, February 23rd through the 26th. It's happening in Nashville, New Hampshire, at the beautiful Crown Plaza Hotel, uh, the Nashville Crown Plaza, where it's been for the last several years. And you'll be able to see speakers like Joel Salatin, the author of You Can Farms. You talk about self-sufficiency. Uh, this guy has written a book about uh, the entrepreneur's guide to starting and succeeding in a farming business. And you'll also find other interesting uh, discussions uh, going on there. The uh, Jack Spierko from the Survival Podcast uh, will be there. That should be in line with those sorts of uh, topics. But also, uh, you'll you'll find other discussions like uh, the freedom to photograph. Carlos Miller, photography is not a, photography is not a crime. Uh, that blog, he will be at 
the Liberty Forum, Jody Emery from Cannabis Culture Magazine. She will be there. Prax Girl from her uh, from the Prax Girl YouTube channel. Peter Schiff, investment advisor. He is going to be there. Lots of great speakers are going to be at this event. Free Talk Live will broadcast live from the event Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Nights will be there. And the event runs from Thursday through Sunday. It's going to be a good time and hope you'll be able to make it out. The real reason to come out is to be around other people who love liberty, who understand what freedom means, and who are willing to do something about it. Many of them, like Mark and myself, have made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Others who will be visiting during the Liberty Forum maybe have signed for the Free State Project, but they just haven't had a chance to move yet. And still others are maybe going to – they're on the fence. They're not sure if they want to sign. They're not sure what this is all about. They've heard things about the Free State Project, and they just want to see it for themselves. This is a great opportunity, a great excuse to come up to New Hampshire and meet some of the very people that you hear us talk so much about on Free Talk Live. So go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Get signed up there. Use coupon code FTL2012 and save yourself 10% on the already very affordable con- uh, convention prices. freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Use coupon code FTL2012 as we continue here with you and your thoughts. Going to Dave, listening in Madison, WXXM, the mic 92.1. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. No problem, Dave. I, I, I really enjoy your show. Thanks. But I'm hearing a, a, a couple, little bit of inconsistency. And first of all, um, you're right on with regards to government and nuclear power. And you guys are aware of what the Price-Anderson Act is. Uh, right? ref- refresh me on that, please. Well, in the uh, 1950s, the government, well, the nuclear power industry got government to pass a law that limited nuclear power patent liability to about $250 million a year, or $250 million per accident. Hmm. That limitation on liability allowed companies to purchase insurance. Had that not been in there, nuclear power would never manifest because it could never insure itself. Because it's extraordinarily dangerous. Market working. Yeah, the, the possibility of, the, of an accident is, trem- uh, you know, it, although small, it's the, the things that could happen are just tremendous. So I can see why they wouldn't be able to get insurance. Well, and that, that's exactly right. And there's, there's the free market. And, you know, but when we look at this XL pipeline and we think, well, you know, let's produce oil here rather than over there, there are real environmental costs to this. And there's no way that you can produce tar sand oil without massively contaminating not only the Arctic, which is going on right now, but also um, certainly climate change and carbon dioxide outputs, as well as the you know, millions of pounds of toxic chemicals that is laced through that dirty tar sand. So, again, here we go with government subsidizing companies' ability to take private land, um, to uh, go over aquifers. Um, that really is a lack of freedom, and it's not about producing our own oil. It's about allowing companies who have been polluting and have terrible records to run rampant over our rights. Which is typical when it comes to government because that's what they do. They protect the people who are the most politically influential and while at the same time talking out of both sides of their mouths and saying, well, we're here to protect you, the little people. But the reality well, they, is... They, and they claim to pr- be protecting the environment too. Which and, is nonsense. And so, I mean, the problem with giving the government the ability to protect the environment is that the government doesn't protect the environment and there's a lot of, ex- a lot of uh, examples. They do the opposite, yeah, as, uh, I think, as you're pointing out, Dave. Well, I think they do both, and, and, and so I don't totally disagree, but, but let me ask you a question. You had mentioned we don't know how much tritium would be a toxic amount or a problematic amount. People do know 
how much tritium would be a toxic amount, and that research was done by the governmental agencies. So even simply providing the baseline for information so everyone can act with the same amount of information, which would be the libertarian equal playing field, you have to have some entity to help provide that information. Well, we can have entities that do these things on a consensual basis without uh, forcing people to pay for them. I mean, there are plenty of universities out there that are doing these studies, probably doing it with government money, and there's no reason why they wouldn't be able to raise money from environmental interest groups. People want to know that. And other people who are, are are interested. So it's not so much that I don't want an agency around to 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 come up with this information. It's simply that I don't appreciate being forced, anyone being forced at the threat of violence to pay for something that they may or may not uh, agree with. And I hope that makes sense. And Dave, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. At 855-450-FREE, that is the SACL CAI toll free line. And I think it's incredibly useful to point out here, as he did, that you know the government is more likely to protect these big companies than actually do anything to uh, you know, to, to significantly protect us from them. Uh, you know, go back to the BP spill from, was it two years ago now, it seems like? It's been, it's been a <laughs> Probably while. Probably that. Uh, you go back to the BP spill and you t- you look at that si- situation where the regulators were going in and having <laughs> sex with uh, the, the employees. The, and, the government guys from well, the MMR are in there doing bumps of uh, coke off of the butts of hookers on uh, these uh, oil platforms. And and the fact that the, the liability was also limited in that case as well, if I'm not mistaken and you know if you're saying oh that's the bush administration okay it's the bush administration but don't think you can coalesce power in one place and keep rich people from going after that power i mean it's a pipe dream to believe that you're going to coalesce power in one place call that place washington dc and that the the workers the people the proletariat will have that power please don't think that Please nope. stop thinking that. Anybody that come on, really? I mean, you think things changed after Bush got out, and that uh, you think Obama things got changed? changed things? You think things <laughs> changed from the time of, uh, of of the Roman Caesars? I mean, come on, power and money go together. If you coalesce power, the people with money are going to go after it harder. But yet, people believe, like a lot of the folks in Occupy, believe they can somehow take money out of politics. Really, what we need to do is just take politics out of our lives. Period. Just be done with the idea of the state. More coming up here, 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Live Saturday edition of the program. Toll free number for you, 855-450-FREE. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-855-450-3733. And here tonight, it's Ian. 
And Mark. Inviting you over to the website at freetalklive.com. We have listening options there, live, broadband, and dial-up streams. You can hear the show live when we're live, and when we're not live, you'll hear the latest episode running in uh, a repeat, basically. So it's 21 hours of a repeat, and then three hours when we're live, and then 21 hours and so on. And you can go and listen any old time you want over at listen.freetalklive.com, totally free. Plus, you'll learn about our great radio stations, over 100 of them from coast to coast. They carry this show on AM and FM uh, throughout the country. Also, our XM satellite radio uh, listening options. You'll learn about how we're on two different channels there. Our uh, our other satellite option, which is uh, KU Band Free to Air, the webcam and listen lines as well over at listen.freetalklive.com. Right now with the elections going on, there's all kinds of uh, apocalyptic predictions going on. If this person wins, it'll be the end of America. If that person wins, it'll be the end of America. Well, with all these predicted crises and and the unemployment uh, that's uh, you know rampant in the United States, food shortages around the world, natural disasters hitting everywhere, inflation which seems to be inevitable, you probably should be prepared. You probably should have assurance for your family in times of disasters. Um, you know, a great, uh, a great assurance is uh, wisefoodstorage.com. Wisefoodstorage.com has meals that are easy to prepare right in the package. They're delicious. They've got real chunks of vegetables, real meat in them. And um, they're, they come in plastic totes. You can just stack them up in the garage, the basement, or wherever, root cellar, I suppose, um, wherever it is that uh, is convenient for you. And you can get a free entree sample. You want to try it out before you buy, get a free entree sample. Go to wisefoodstorage.com. Right at the top of the page in the center is request a sample. You click on it, give them some information on where to ship the products and that kind of thing, and you'll have it in short order. Or you can call them at 855-FOODWISE. It's 855-FOODWISE, wisefoodstorage.com. When you order, use coupon code FTL. Coupon code FTL will uh, get you free shipping, and these are you know it's big. They they come in plastic totes, and there's you know they're they're, they're freeze dried. It's a lot of weight. Yeah, it's it's not even the weight; it's the sizes more more than anything. So the free shipping's a great deal. It's wisefoodstorage.com. Coupon code FTL or eight five five food wise to the phones to the fun. Your calls, your thoughts about what you want. Sean is listening in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Sean, hi Mark. You guys doing a good job. I just want to bring up. Points for those who want Newt Gingrich to be president. I mean, if they don't know NAFTA gap and CAPTA that was passed and he was in charge, those are Bill Clinton when they balanced the budget. They were sending the jobs overseas. That's why the stock market, whatever, was doing so good. And as far as the election, you know, they've had one election in Des Moines, Iowa. They've already counted, what, two times, three times? Are they going to count it until they get it just right? If that's the first state. And they're already going to say somebody has to leave the race, especially Ron Paul, when he's been first and second. I mean, people's got to start looking back and remember whose people are, you know. So you're, you're saying that uh, that Republicans are being duped by uh, this Newt Gingrich, that they've forgotten the past and they don't recall uh, who this man is? Well, I mean, Rick Perry was chief campaign manager for Bill Clinton. You know, he's Republican now. You got Mitt Romney, who's Democrat who voted Democrat now all of a sudden he's Republican. Newt Gingrich balanced the budget supposedly with new I mean with Clinton sending all of our jobs overseas. He's a he's a Democrat. He's eight years after forty years they say he done so well. Also, uh, Newt, Newt supported the, um, you know, basically something to do with uh, socialized medicine, an increased role of the government in medicine, as though it needs any more increase. Carbon. He's for carbon trade. I mean, he's for cap and trade. He wants carbon. Yep. 
he wants credit. And better, these aren't but these aren't well, you know th- th- this is contrary to what the Republican voters want right now, um, as, as they claim. But they're so uh, you know Mitt Romney's so distasteful. It seems like they'll run anywhere. I don't think you're going to get women to vote for Newt Gingrich with his record. I mean, I think it's, it's just it's disgusting it's that he's left both wives while they were ill. The thing that they did before is they they throw these elections away. The other person got like when McCain got nominated and she picked Sarah Palin, they they gave it away. You know, the whole thing is just it's, it's like dominoes. You know, they're going to fall at the end if you see them falling. So they set everything up. They fought everyone. It's like this. They can't even get the first election right. So how in the world are we going to get somebody who we want to be president? They can't even get the first state. Well, it looks like right by a group of people it, it, that. I, I, I was going to, uh, you know, we were going to report the numbers here coming in from South Carolina, and one of the first things I was going to say is, well, you know, people are going to start questioning the election results immediately, and this is, um, it, it always happens. It's it's the, really the bad thing about these uh, this this whole system of voting. Um, in South Carolina, I believe they've got uh, the, the, the Diebold machines, and... Oh, yeah, the ID. You have to have a credit ID now. A credit ID? Anybody that, and I think it's five days or whoever, they don't have to be a licensed person. They don't have to be, they don't have to have any kind of identification, but they can now. They heard, I heard on the radio today that they can go get a, an ID, voting voter ID, which I think it's like a, like a chip-based RFID voter ID, like a verify voting ID card. And, and are really you guys cool. using the voting, the electronic voting machines there in South Carolina? I wish they would do what uh, Des Moines doing where they have people counting and other people watching you know so but you guys TV. do you have the voting machines there mark says that he thinks you guys have those machines do you have the the electronic voting machines there yeah it's like gambling machines you know you put the money in you pull the slot and whatever pops up yeah know. whatever the programmers whoever the programmers want to win uh wins the uh, the race thanks for the call sean i appreciate hearing from you 855-450-FREE the SACL cai toll free line and uh, sure enough mark the uh, first isn't this the first state where of all the primaries and caucuses where they they they've actually got these voting machines yeah and ron paul's coming in fourth and he's not he's in last place yeah um and i don't know i mean you know that that means what that means i really like the idea of a convenient voting platform where you can go in in florida you could vote for several days like two weeks before an election but you know the old stalin quote is uh, the truth it's not it doesn't matter who votes it matters who counts the votes mm. and you can't see votes being counted if it's all digital you know i mean when you when a system lacks the um you know when people can't believe what the system's providing a lot of people can't uh, you know, then and, and frankly, frankly, if you think the votes are counted correctly, you're wrong. You know you're wrong. Um, you know that some votes have been counted incorrectly. They just uh, Iowa just came back and said Santorum won, and when they had said before that uh, uh, Romney won. So I oh. mean, you know, these things happen all the time. Now, who's winning in South Carolina right now? With what percentage voting? In? Gingrich is ahead, forty uh, percent to uh, twenty wow. to Romney's twenty six. So I thought Romney was supposed to be like the chosen one, and now Gingrich is coming ahead. Even after this whole wife thing comes well, out, he there was a debate, and he lambasted the media for wanting to talk about um, you know his uh, mar- marital inconsistencies and stuff. Now, what is the his, now? I've heard that you know he you mentioned he left a couple of his wives while they were sick. Uh, he also wanted an open relationship or something with like that. the second to last last wife. Yeah, the mm-hmm. third, uh, the second wife. Yeah. Is that pretty much the summary? I mean, that's there... pretty much the summary. Um, you know, the, so the, children, nice to know the, the children of are... the first wife want the second wife to be quiet about uh, his relationship with the third wife. 
sounds dramatic. Uh, but it's so, disgusting. I, I guess mean, it's nice to know that Republicans you, are okay with someone who wants to have an open relationship. I didn't think they were that open-minded in the Republican Party. When you see party. four guys, um, Obama, uh, you know, Obama, Romney, Santorum, and Paul, that have you know good, solid, uh, familial relationships, and then you've got Gingrich up there who thinks he's a, a political rock star who can uh, bebop from uh, you know uh, lady to lady and well, do, how do, do you he know if, if those other guys' relationships are solid? How do you know that? They're in a marriage and have been for a long time. That doesn't mean anything. Um, they've uh, Santorum and Romney have got a whole bunch of kids, uh, so I mean, right? they're staying pretty busy. I see where you're coming from. And Gingrich uh, doesn't have kids. He's got a couple from the first wife, as I understand it. I see. So somehow having kids means you won't cheat on your wife. Is that what you're it saying? It means you. It's you've certainly been. If you have a bunch of kids, you've certainly been having a lot of sex with your wife. If you're having sex with your wife, you cannot be having sex with somebody else without her consent. Oh, just because you have kids doesn't mean you're having sex with your wife. It doesn't mean anything, just dude. Saying. I'm just saying they've got nice, solid relationships. You haven't had heard you anything about know. this. When the the laser beam eye of the press of the United States of, of somebody running for POTUS turns on you, they're going to find out crap. Toll free number is eight five five four fifty free. So despite all that, they're still voting for this Gingrich guy in South Carolina. It's interesting. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything you want. The number for you, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. Uh, go to amp.freetalklive.com and get signed up there, and you can help us get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Uh, we'll take the three bucks a month that we're asking from you for AMP, and we'll invest it back into the show to uh, to allow us to advertise Free Talk Live to more radio stations and promote Free Talk Live to more internet listeners as well. And again, it's only three bucks a month, and you get perks, of course, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only podcast forum, and more. Get the details and sign up over at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. We appreciate it. It makes a big difference for us. If you're looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear, or even survival gear, manventureoutpost.com has what you need. Knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, everything that you need for the outdoors, manventureoutpost.com has it. Um, They're family-owned, members in good standing, the Better Business Bureau, you know how important it is, reputation when you're dealing with folks online. I have a couple of friends of mine who've uh, gone over there and purchased uh, some things. They were were very excited about the prices at manventureoutpost.com. I think that that's what they've really got going for them, is they've got what you need, and they have the best, some of the best prices. I can't, you know, I haven't certainly gone and scoured the internet and found the best price on everything, but I think that all in all, you'll find that they're 
their prices uh, beat uh, the other folks at manventureoutpost.com. Get an additional 5% off the already low prices when you use coupon code FTL. That coupon code FTL is in free talk live at manventureoutpost.com. Still to come here tonight, obviously your phone calls, that's what we do, take your calls about anything, but also in the news, beheadings now making their way across the border into the United States. There can be only one. Talk more about that, uh, and it's a pretty serious issue, so we'll get to that. But first, your calls. Let's go to Dave, listening to KGOE out on the West Coast in Eureka, California. Hey, Dave, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, uh, I uh, heard you say, I think, that uh, as soon as the election results started coming in, you knew there'd be people calling questioning the accuracy of the election results. and You said it in a way that sounded like you were skeptical of those who might do so, but I think questioning the election results is indeed something that we need to be doing. Oh, I don't think we were skeptical of people who are questioning the election results. Th- Didn't we say, Mark, that the, the electronic voting can be manipulated? Yeah, I think that I, I think it, it's kind of futile is what I think. Um, you know, they, <laughs> what can you really do? Right? Yeah, b- people go vote and then they question the outcome. Um, you know, I mean, if you're going to question the outcome and question the outcome of every election, and I don't have a problem with people keeping an eye on these things. I just, I've seen it happen over and over and over and over again. And if when people on your side lose, and I'm not saying your side, but if people on one's side lose and then one goes and questions the results every single time, pretty soon it's the boy who cried wolf situation. Dave, I'm sorry, man. I gotta let you go. Your phone sounds awful tonight. Appreciate your call though at 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Chris is in Connecticut. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, good evening, Ian and Mark. Big fan. Thanks, Chris. Go ahead with your thoughts. All right. Hey, that was really interesting that last caller on the nuclear subject. You guys were mentioning the federal liability cap and how, therefore, it would affect the free market of those kind of nuclear power plants where you wouldn't be able to get one, you wouldn't be able to get insurance on one. Mm hmm. Correct? Yeah, yeah. That's what the caller sounds interesting. The point the caller made, and I thought it was a good point. Okay. I I thought I'd actually come across an article talking about your very own New Hampshire, just for your knowledge, where there was a citizen's nuclear watchdog group. You guys had touched upon the third party monitoring free market aspect, I think, and I just wanted to mention that for you guys out there. Maybe the viewers check it out. I guess there might have been some incident, and a bunch of citizens actually got together and did form a civilian watchdog group up there, last I recall reading. Yeah, folks aren't real fond with the Vermont Yankee power plant that's just across the Connecticut River. Yeah, honestly, nuclear power does kind of scare the hell out of me. I I guess there might be a need for it. I do live near a plant myself in Connecticut. Well, I you know, I think that it could be less scary if we actually had the ability for these these companies to innovate and to change their business models and change their production models and every new technology has bugs in it and when you're dealing with something like nuclear power bugs are a bad thing. Uh but the the only way for technology to become stable and mature is for people to be able to, to innovate in that area and develop yeah. it. And and as my understanding they've been prevented from developing over the last 3 decades or so. I, I agree with that, and the market would work those kinks out. I also think that maybe the modern nuclear industry is geared towards producing nuclear, like, weapons-grade byproducts, and therefore they don't even explore certain reactions, like thorium reactions would be one to look into. For Thorium's huge. Uh, yeah, I just read something about thorium, too. A lot safer um, situation, and I, I think you're absolutely right. That people what is thorium? But it doesn't produce a weapons-grade product, so therefore it's not exactly... I, I read part of an article. I'm not going to claim to know. 
Okay, what is yeah, thorium? Yeah. Anyway, for maybe some other chemists could chime in on that who actually know what they're talking about. That that'd be cool to hear. Uh, Chris, can you? I mean, do you have any idea what thorium is? I mean, what is it? What is it? Well, it is a it's a nuclear uh, isotope. It's a nuclear element capable mm-hmm. of some kind of fission reaction that, in the long run, doesn't produce. It doesn't have as as much risk by far associated with it, from what I recall reading and learning about. I see. But it, it's very abundant. It's very abundant and produces a lot of en- energy too. Excellent. Well, thank you for clarifying that. Uh, anything else you want to share tonight, Chris? Um, no, I'm just uh, happy to be listening to the show. Keep Great. Up, guys. Appreciate you, you being out there. Thanks for the call at 855-450-FREE. Well, now, when uh, the interest groups and the lobbyists get involved, they're not going to want anybody to come up with this new technology, Thorium. They're going to want to stick with what works for them and what uh, you know the folks are getting their backs scratched on and stuff like that. And this is the problem with all the regulation that goes into the, um, the energy area. Before you're going to be able to even start a Thorium reactor, you're going to have to jump through, uh, you know, a thousand different different hoops to be able to do it you can't just build this and see how it works for you um you know do some experimentation on it and and be responsible for your own actions no no no, you you try to do that they're going to shut you down yeah according to wikipedia countries like russia india and china now have plans to use thorium for their nuclear power for various reasons including its safety benefits its high absolute abundance and relative abundance compared to uranium. It's approximately three times more abundant than uranium in the Earth's crust and is a byproduct of the extraction of rare earths from the monazite sands. So does that mean that we're going to be getting, um, uh, getting our uh, thorium from China? I don't know where the monazite sands are I don't located. know where they are either, but I do know that China is the world's largest supplier of rare earth. That may be the case. Yeah. Eight five five four fifty three. Let's continue here. You can uh, bring up absolutely anything that you want. And as I mentioned, uh, still on the way here, we've got the news about the border. Beheadings are making their way into the United States, and yet you still have people in the U.S. who believe that they can shoot their way out of the drug problem. Let's go to Francisco first, though, in Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live, Francisco. Hey, guys. How are you? What's on your mind tonight, Francisco? All right. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about uh, just a little bit about the temporary death of uh, Stop My Mind Piracy and the Protect IPX. And, uh, the temporary death of what? I'm sorry. SOPA and PIPA. Uh, of SOPA and PIPA, correct. Gotcha. And um, specifically about some other scary Internet legislation. Um, so just to let you know, the uh, gentleman, actually I shouldn't call him a gentleman, the human being who introduced uh, SOPA, uh, while we were all crying about what it could do, introduced other legislation uh, titled uh, Protecting Children from Online Pornographers Act. Yep. Who doesn't uh, want to do that, right? Correct. Yeah. So they're, they're using the whole, you know, protect the children. Um, you know, exactly. So um, basically, uh, this bill would uh, end online piracy for America, uh, privacy for Americans. Uh, it, it's in fact, it's so scary that another senator from California uh, tried to have an amendment added to change the bill's name to let's keep Americans online data and submit it to the federal government without a warrant act. Yeah, that'll um, it'll fly then. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me just give you an example of, of what this bill can do. OK. Um, it would require ISPs, Internet service providers to keep the following data for up to 18 months. Your address, your name, any credit card data, any Internet protocol addresses or IP addresses that they have assigned to you. Well, we know they already and, have that information. I mean, they're your, IP, they're your Internet service here's, provider. 
here's the, the thing that's even worse. Your search history oh, and boy. any websites you visited in 18 months. And by, by you, they mean anyone from that IP address. So, right. right? Well, so if I've got uh, 20 people that access my business's uh, internet service, then that they're all going to be included, right? Exactly, exactly. Stick, Francisco, and, and I know you've got more. I think you probably have more to say on this, so stick with us. We can bring you back here in hour number three to talk more about online privacy, which apparently the federal government is very interested. Some of the people in the feds are very interested in absolutely abolishing, eliminating your privacy online. More coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. Five. The toll-free number for you to bring up whatever you want here on Free Talk Live is 855-450-FREE. That is 1-855-450-3733. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. It is the live Saturday edition. We're here. We'll take your calls about anything that's why we call the show Free Talk Live, because you're free to call in, talk about whatever you want, and the show's live seven nights per week. And if you don't get every single night on your local talk station, you could give them a call and ask the program director real nice-like to get some more Free Talk Live on the air. Or get some on the air. Maybe you've got nothing in your local listening area and you're listening to us online. Well, you can help change that by contacting your local stations and asking for more or asking for some. Anyway. Our number here, 855-450-FREE. We were talking with Francisco a moment ago, for those of you just tuning in, about the SOPA and the PIPA Acts, the so-called Stop Online Piracy Act that has seems to have been uh, kind of uh, put on the back burner, so to speak. Whether they will bring that back around again remains to be seen. I would say it's likely. But as Francisco is pointing out, it may not matter because the guy who wrote the SOPA Act or who put it put it forth, I don't know how many of these people actually write the acts that they, they put forth, uh, but the uh, the legislator who put this forth... Yeah, they has, just take it from the lobbyists and uh, straight from them and put it up. He has now put forth the so-called Protecting Children from Online Pornographers Act, which, as Francisco is telling us, is threatening to destroy online privacy entirely. And Francisco, you had just begun uh, telling us about this, so can you give us a brief recap for those just tuning in? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, while we were all up in arms about SOPA and PIPA, uh, the you know the gentleman, or again, not gentleman, the, the representative, introduced this act. Um, you know, and and got it passed through a, uh, a House committee. Uh, entitled, as you said, uh, you know, Protecting Children from Online Pornographers Act. The problem is that this act requires Internet service providers to uh, store information about you, not only including name, address, you know, credit card data, all the information they already had, but to start collecting information like your search history and what websites you've been visiting. And the reason I really called is because, uh, you know, uh, Representative uh, Lamar Smith said that this would cost uh, less than $1 per American uh, over the, the 2012 to 2016 period to implement. Uh, I'm actually going to propose that this is going to not only raise our internet costs, 
but sure. also lower our internet speeds on average. And uh, I'd like to explain that a little bit. Okay, sure. So currently the U.S. is um, the 28th nation in regards to internet speed. That uh, sucks. We, we, yeah, I mean, we're not really that fast. People think we're technologically advanced, but unfortunately we're not. Um, so the, the reason is that, you know, ISPs right now don't care about what websites you're visiting. And uh, this would force ISPs to use a technology called deep packet inspection. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me go ahead and explain what that means. And uh, just to give a little bit of my background, I work for a company, a security company, whose job is to secure other companies' digital data. So my mm-hmm. job is to know how the Internet works, unlike this uh, representative. Um, so right now, the uh, ISPs don't care about what you're sending in packets, uh, which is a packet is basically a letter, right? A packet is what, what holds your digital data as it's going through the Internet. And right now, ISPs only care about the destination address on the envelope of they, that letter. They want to make sure it gets to where it's supposed to go. Correct. That's all they care about. They don't even care about the return address. All they care about is what's the destination address and how do I get it there as fast as possible. The problem is that deep packing inspection would essentially require that your ISP opens your letter, reads it, copies it, and then forwards it really slowing down the process sounds like it I mean, yeah absolutely and and it it may not forward it like for instance if uh you know if it opens the letter and decides oh this person's writing to the torrents uh then you know we can't have torrents on our network so we're going to go ahead and just block that packet and, couldn't they also block packets with deep packet inspection you know that's funny uh, currently this bill does not require that but uh president obama just signed a trade agreement called acta and uh, if you ask me what, what that stood for, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but it's like uh, protecting trademarks. But basically, that trade agreement with other nations, not only within the United States, could force ISPs to do what you're saying, block packets uh, or, or, or letters based on where they're going mm-hmm. and what data or, you know, whatever is in your letter. Uh, so it's a really scary thing. I mean, right now, uh, we're a really technologically advanced nation, but unfortunately, our internet speeds are not up to par. And well, also why is that? I mean, just as an aside, away from the uh, protecting children nonsense, why do you feel like the U.S. is so poor at uh, internet speeds? Well, you know, unfortunately, there's not a lot of regulations as to you know where 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 the internet goes or or how it travels from one place to another. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that there's internet infrastructure in this country that was you know built a while ago. Uh, and it's all owned by, you know, really big names that no one really has heard of uh, outside of, you know, the industry that I work in. But it's really difficult for other, like, smaller ISPs to get started up. And, uh, you know, uh, ISPs are, are, you know, just eating each other up, using legislation to, to stop others uh, from competing. Hmm. Um, as always happens, you know, so that drives up the price of the Internet. Um, and... You know, it's just a lot of bad competition by by using uh, the enforcement of government. Unfortunately, so are you saying like when they're when these companies are using the government, are they are they stopping some new upstart from laying down new internet backbone uh, that is exactly yeah exactly yeah um, and you know uh, the largest internet backbone is is owned by a company called uh, 
called Quest, previously called Quest, now called CenturyLink. But yeah, basically, uh, how that company started is uh, they went around and bought all the railroads and the land around the railroads uh, before the Internet was big and just started laying down, you know, Internet lines right by the railroads. Um, It it, it was was a brilliant idea. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's a really smart idea. But unfortunately, smaller ISPs are now not allowed to do that. So, um, <laughs> well, it, was, yeah. it worked too well for the bigger ones, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, right, so, introducing legislation like this is not only, as I as I said, going to slow our speed down, but it's going to raise the cost of doing businesses business for any of these ISPs. They're going to have to, uh, you know, buy. Uh, better computer hardware, and I mean, right now. But uh, the, who could oppose this, though? Right? I mean, they've they've named it the uh, Protect uh, Protecting Children from Online Pornographers Act. So who who could possibly come out and in, in, stop uh, that in opposition to this? Right. Right, and, and and you know, honestly, it's a brilliant move. It's one that's been used before. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I, I, I mean, yeah, maybe when when you know people are protest protesting stop online piracy. That's not as, as bad as when you say, hey, stop this act that's going to protect children from pornographers. Right. Um, so, and the even worse thing is that, you know, uh, these these men in Washington could simply just tack on all the provisions that were in SOPA, add it to the end of this new bill, and just slide it on through. Sure. So... And I yeah, imagine I mean, that's they, what's they, going to happen. Yeah. And I suggested that, you know, watch out. In fact, Ron Paul said this during a recent debate. Watch out because just because uh, SOPA has been put on the back burner doesn't mean that all of a sudden it's going to crop up again in another month and a half or whenever it is that, you know, this bill goes forward. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, these people are sneaky. And uh, unfortunately, it's just really going to hurt, uh, you know, American jobs in the sense that it's going to be really difficult, like I said, for ISPs to comply. I mean, right now, the machines that, that you know, send uh, letters or packets around the Internet are already expensive as it is. Mm-hmm. But they will become even more expensive because when they have to do... they've got to do the extra do... data crunching of, of the, doing the deep, ta- uh, deep packet inspection. Mark, did you follow that technical... I thought he did a really good job explaining I think that. He, uh, yeah, like I, underst- I understood how they were using, uh, you know, unfair sort of competitive techniques, but this is done in, in all areas of business, sadly. The but ones... I'm asking, did you understand the technical did, aspects yeah. of it? Thank you, Francisco, for making that easy to understand. Appreciate uh, your call right. and the thoughts tonight. 855-450-FREE. So instead of just sending the packets along as they do now, They'll have, they'll be forced by sure. legislation to look at each one. It's going to slow everything down a it's lot. Crazy. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. But it's okay as long as we protect the children from porn, right? Well, it, that's just what it says. It's a lot. Yeah. You take control. Eight five five four fifty free. It's free talk. In the amazing universe of podcast, one podcast stands alone in excellence of broadcasting and neurology. It's verbalsurgery.com that's right verbalsurgery.com get your brain in gear get it full speed ahead get it going right now baby because you are awesome 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 and this podcast when you listen to it you will feel better right now so go to verbalsurgery.com get with the program baby it's 
is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the various features we give to you there. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. Those features include our webcam. You can go watch and listen to the webcam over cam.freetalklive.com. And at the same time, you could, if you wanted, uh, interact in the chat room because the chat room is built into the very same page. So you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners during the show at cam.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable for businesses. If you have a business and, uh, you know, collections is getting you down, SACL CAI can handle Handle it, excuse me. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. And they do it in a fashion that respects your customers. And they know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. And SACL CAI can handle it. You can check out their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI. Let's go to you and your thoughts. So we'll start out with KD listening in West Virginia in the Charleston area to WVTS. Hello, KD. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? You know, where the last caller was talking about how they're going to do the SOPA and everything to basically screen all the Internet? Mm-hmm. How is that any different than tracking individuals who have cell phones, who have OnStar or such programs on their vehicle? It's just another way of controlling where you're at, what you're doing, and etc. Well, it's certainly similar <laughs> in the way that you pointed out. I mean, it's, it's The government diff- doesn't mandate OnStar. Well, it's different in the way that uh, the Internet is obviously a, a little bit more varied than OnStar. OnStar and these other things, cell phones, uh, you're just talking about giving up location information. Here, we're talking about giving detailed information up about your activities as well. Uh, so, you know, yes, it's that same vein of we must know everything about you at all times. So from that perspective, you're correct. Sort of the Marxism or socialism as far as we will tell you where, what, when, and how you can do, not do it selectively. I wouldn't say it's particularly Marxist. totalitarianism, but yeah. yeah. totalitarianism would be more accurate, sure. Well, I was just wondering if my point was too off the wall. Nope, it's not too off. Nope, you're you're, you're right on. That's what they want. They want total control, and they want uh, the ability to dig into your personal information as uh, as deeply as 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 they want. And it's, you know, like the other thing, I know this is totally unrelated, but uh, where they have a hard time keeping track with uh, sex offenders and rapists and everything like that, mm-hmm. why not put a chip in them to track them? Oh, don't give them any ideas, KD, because you've, before you know it, they'll be putting chips in everyone, and I thank you oh, for Oh, they've the- already proposed that as far as oh, yeah. like in surgery to screen you to give all your past medical histories and everything like that, too. There are people who have volunteered to take chips at this point. I mean, the, uh, the human the testing pioneers. Has, has, has come. Thanks for the call, Katie. Appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. Mark is listening to WSC-FM in Charleston, South Carolina. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes. Um, I had a different question, but now with all this talk, I, uh, I propose a question to you guys, see if you guys can talk amongst yourselves about it, maybe give me your opinion. All right. Do you think this country can, for one, get another uh, four years of Obama with the tyranny of that, with all his imposed bills he puts on people? Do I think it'll survive? If not so, then which one of the three viable carrots of the Republicans can you you deal with with the least amount of bad taste in your mouth? Who's viable? Santorum, Romney, and 
Gingrich. And I really didn't even care for any of those. Well, um, Santorum and Gingrich came in single digits in New Hampshire. Why are they viable because South because they came out on top in South Carolina? No, they're just the three, four runners. Well, I mean, you Steve's don't think Fra- you don't think Ron Paul Steve's came in a, third uh, in yeah. Iowa? Ron Paul came in second in New Hampshire. You don't think that that makes him a front runner? He'd be great if we could get him. This is the damn shame because they don't give him enough coverage. Here's what. Here's my prediction: the United States, like all empires, will at some point diminish and die, and it'll do it whether or not you elect Santorum, Gingrich, Romney, or Obama. You, one, one last thing. You make a good point about that. I had a guy in my cab about a month ago, and um, do some research on us and check this up. He's saying that there is a pattern with the sun and where it shines on the world to where the next empire will come. And he predicted China becoming a world power leader back about 20 years ago. Well, well I, I don't the, think I think it, the Aztecs said it long before that. <laughs> I, I don't think it has anything to do with where the sun shines, but I certainly can see China is on the rise uh, worldwide, and that's because they've been allowing yeah. for more freedom uh, of their people. But it's, so it's more of an economic uh, strength than anything else. And of course, economic well, freedom is what breeds prosperity. Prosperity is what's going to breed the next uh, right. the next empire. And the, the Chinese people are getting more and more economic freedom all the time. Uh, the reason that small Smaller countries like um, uh, Hong Kong or uh, what's the other little one? Um, Singapore. Singapore don't do well is because they basically don't have the land. Land uh, is a big issue too. But they China's have economic got both freedom, is what you're saying. Hong China Kong, has, Singapore, much more yeah, economically it's free. Absolutely. Off the history. Anything else so, you want to share tonight, Mark? No, thank you guys so much. Thanks for you the guys call. Did an awesome job. I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah. So Ron Paul can't win if people think he can't win. Right. I mean, so that guy right there, he said he would love to see Ron Paul win, but yet he didn't consider Ron Paul as one of the three front runners. even though, as you rightly pointed out, Mark, he's done very, very well up until now uh, in South Carolina, where he's not doing as uh, he's not doing as well as he's done in both Iowa and New Hampshire. You said that he was in fourth place. Uh, as of uh, what thirty uh, something percent reporting or oh yeah it's it's like seventy percent reporting he's in fourth place fourth place yeah, Ron and Paul's in fourth place with I think what that, percentage thirteen point four now on the positive side we checked back uh, to two thousand eight and pulled up the the numbers from the primary in South Carolina in two thousand eight and he was sub four percent at that time was he not. Yes, he was 3.7% at the time. So I guess that's some good news, right? I mean, as apparently South Carolina's a real stick-in-the-mud uh, place for conservatives. They, they, you know, they're, they apparently don't like freedom very much, uh, a lot of folks around there, because they're not voting for Ron Paul. Uh, but more are voting for Ron Paul than ever before, which is a good sign. So even in a place like South Carolina, where they'll vote for a philandering, uh, you know... <laughs> Guy like Newt Gingrich. Insider. Uh, Worked for Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or whatever. He did triple his vote total. Yep. Was supported cap and trade, supported socialized medicine. I mean, the Republicans are so terrified of socialized medicine and cap and trade, but then they vote for a guy that'll beat another guy, and both of them support both of these things. What? Mm. What kind of insanity is this? Uh, There's a quote from uh, a James... uh, Pettigrew uh, from the 1860s, uh, Lincoln-era quote, and uh, it basically sums up the results of uh, tonight's uh, South Carolina uh, results, which is, South Carolina is too small to be a nation and too large to be an insane asylum. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny. Hey, look, he's South Carolinian. What do you want from me? I'm just quoting. I don't know. Anybody can, any size land can be a nation. They're very, very small nations out there. The the, the The punchline comes at the end. I got you. Yeah. 
uh, 855-450-FREE. I just want to make sure that uh, folks in South Carolina know they are hap- they should consider secession again. They should they should reconsider that. Well, you, that's because you like secession in general yes. and want you want everybody to secede. That's right. I'd like to see all the states secede. Let's, I agree. Let's, let's you know I think that it'll be a, a more just right because clearly the people in South Carolina are not in line with the people in New Hampshire. New Hampshire overwhelmingly supporting Ron Paul. I mean, to well, more than but... twice the vote percentage for Ron Paul in New Hampshire than in South Carolina, uh, and also Iowa. You know, different people live in different places. Why should we all be roped together in the same system? Eight five five four fifty three. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind and take control of the airwaves. Of course, our South Carolina listeners are different. The state owns the land. But they don't own the water. To be free today, you need a boat. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran, as big as a house, that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. With a life yacht, you could live free of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we give to you there. Mobile site is one of them. You can go to m as in mobile.freetalklive.com to get a quick access to our live streams and the podcast m.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins. They're the world's first free market peer-to-peer Digital cash. They're, they can be used anywhere in the world without needing permission from any governments or corporations. They can't be counterfeited or inflated, and now you can buy them with a credit card or PayPal. Memory Dealers is proud to offer physical bitcoins that you can hold in your hands, but can be transferred back into normal digital form at any time. They make great conversation starters and gifts. Be part of the currency that's transforming the world by your bitcoins at MemoryDealers.com. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, let's continue with you and your thoughts. You can, of course, take control of these airways. We're talking about Internet freedom and how the U.S. government is looking to crush it. And they'll do it in the name of the children, because who could possibly support the children talking to child pornographers? I mean, the new act that is being promoted is going to, or shortly will be promoted, is called the Protecting Children from Online Pornographers Act. Now, I'm just wondering, when it comes to uh, children and, and being in child pornography, which I don't think many people would agree with children being in child pornography, but uh, when it comes to them being in it, because we know some people are, obviously, that's where it comes from, right? Somebody has to get involved in this. Are they more likely to get involved in child pornography because they meet an online pornographer? Or is it someone in their life already? Is it like the uh, pervy uncle or someone like that who is more likely to get them involved? What do you think? Well, you'd have to have somebody um, pretty much um, in real life. Right. But the way this makes it sound like it's like they're protecting children from online pornographers as though that there's these, you know, lurching uh, online pornographers out there just trying to rope kitties into their child porn creating. Well, I think that this is about um, kids seeing porn. You I think, think so. Uh, that's what it's about. And pe- a lot of people are, you know, necessarily to some extent disur- disturbed about it. I don't know. I mean, when I was people young, need to get over it. I found dad's playboys right. and that kind of thing. But that's the porn is a lot different than it True. is. True. It wasn't. 
wasn't two girls, one cup in the uh, in your dad's Playboy. Uh, but and I think to that to that end, Mark, people need to grow up. Uh, these these people that believe that they're going to be able to protect kids because if that's what they're saying, if they're talking about protecting them from porn, because it doesn't say that it says protecting them from online pornographers. But if they're talking about protecting them from porn as a whole. You need to just wake up and get with the program. It's the 21st century. I think it's the parents' responsibility to to do that. I mean, in the same way, you just, you know. I would think so, too. Put the computer out in the living room. Keep an eye on what your kids are surfing on. If you're not doing that. Don't give them a smartphone. You can believe your little boys are looking at naked people on the internet. If you're not doing that, if if your computer, if your child has private access to a computer, young boys are looking at porn on the internet. You're damn right. I sure as hell would if I were a young uh, young boy. That's it. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Back in my day. You can't change it. (laughs) Back in, uh, when I was younger, you had, uh, we had these things called BBSs where you would dial in with your computer's modem and sometimes you'd be able to find a bbs that had a like a triple x files people. yeah they'd have like a triple x file section where you could download gifs and jpegs of uh of porn like movies were almost unheard of at that time and so things certainly have changed they become it's become much more ubiquitous it was at least difficult back then to get into the adult areas of the bbs's typically the bbs owners would voice verify people on the phone they uh. would contact people who are signing up for accounts and verify whether or not they were uh, they were actually adults you know i mean i don't know what to say about it but other than shutting down the internet there's nothing to do about, uh, that you can do about online internet porn except keep an eye on your kids and it's hard to keep an eye on your kids i know it's hard right. but uh, you know then you have to kind of look at the other side of it. How many of how many people with a Y chromosome? I'm not going to speak to the to women out there. I'm speaking to the men right now. If you've got a Y chromosome, what age did you see porn at first? Good question. Did it break your mind? <laughs> uh, did you were you turned into a sexual pervert because you saw porn, or are you just a sexual pervert in general? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, the, the, I'm afraid that happens, right? Yeah. But I don't. I don't blame. I wouldn't blame porn for that. Although, what I would suggest. I think to some, I think largely it's the prohibitions that parents put on their children so. that create perverts. Yeah, I think that uh, deviant sexual deviancy comes from sexual repression. And so I feel like the best thing you can do, and I don't know how you're going to handle this, Mark, because you are a parent now. You've got a three and a half, four, almost four-year-old. Almost uh, four. Uh, you know, now you're going to have to deal at some point uh, soon, probably, with your son coming across pornography online. Uh, you know, he's going to get in. I don't having... like the idea. Well, and that's a problem because uh, you you certainly know about porn and you know it's real and yep. you know he's going to encounter it. So you, you know, I guess the question for a parent who's dealing with this is, well, how do you want to handle this? How do you want your children to to handle the encountering of pornography? Because it's inevitable it should you should consider it inevitable unless you have your kids locked up in a dungeon somewhere uh with it comp- with no access whatsoever to the outside world and the internet then you should consider it inevitable that they're going to come across it whether it's at your house on your computer when you're not home or whether it's at your your friend's house when you know you're not there they're going to come across uh pornography so you you what's the best way to handle it i, I would think suggest- talking to them is uh, well, first it's the only thing you can do right i think that they yelling should- and screaming and acting right. like a moron is not going to stop them from going going online except when they think you can catch them. I think they should be aware that pornography is not realistic. I think that uh, that's one of the most dangerous parts about pornography is it it 
you know, young people see porn. This is how they learn about sex because their parents aren't teaching them anything about sex mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. And so they're learning about sex from pornography. And pornography is not a realistic portrayal in any way, shape, or form of In some of ways sex. it is. It, and, and for you the say most part, in any way, shape, or form, and you're, you're, for, you're for being hyperbolic. For the most hyperbolic. part, it's not. If people There's are lots of different to, types of porn out there. Some, and it's, in, a, in many ways, pornography can be considered very degrading to, uh, to women. It can. And and there's, there's a lot of I think there are a lot there, of valid critiques. There are women uh, uh, pornog- pornographers out there. I mean, creating pornography and, for women, right? And the women pornographers try to I think a lot of them Some. try to portray uh, porn in a different light. Yep. Uh, but all that said, it's it, in general porn is a very unrealistic viewpoint on human sexuality and and sex and how it works and and all that. And I think that that's one of the most important things you can portray to kids. Like, look, this is just fantasy. Most of this is just male fantasy put on. Uh, put on film and in the same way that people on tv shoot each other and you know that's just tv um this is it's not a documentary yeah this is (laughs) it's not real uh but when when uh you know spock gives the vulcan neck grip he doesn't actually put people out you need to uh to know these things i mean there's a lot of crap out there um that's in the media and you know porn some of it let's go to mario listening to xm's extreme talk mario you're on free talk live uh, yes, I just wanted to say that I would have no problem with the government uh, checking all my emails and, and all of that. In fact, I would feel much safer if, as soon as I stepped outside my door, everything was videotaped. There'd be no robberies, there'd be no assaults or, or anything like that. What, what, what would you think about that? I think that um, that uh, London, excuse me, that uh, the Great Britain has more than a million closed circuit cameras, and that they have shown that they diminish crime far less than streetlights. That they are not an effective deterrent to crime, and that they are an incredibly expensive thing to foist off on the taxpayers. Well, what if they can make some technology like some um, satellite videotaping, where 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 everybody has access to it, and 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 not only that, I'd say even like your food, your your when you eat your food, and they uh, could cross-reference your medical records. I mean, it'd save a lot of people. Are you being facetious? Or are you really serious about this? I'm serious about it. I would be totally uh, uh, for being, as long as it's not in your house. For 20, all my information, share it with everybody. I, I would have nothing to hide from anybody. And plus so that information you have, I share You have no habits that are questionable. You have nothing. Yeah, that... I smoke pot. I smoke pot. Oh, well, okay, I, there uh, you go. Then well, the cops are showing up at your house. Going you're going to jail. Yeah, you're, you're going to jail, dude, because if you're, you want total openness, then the cops are going to find something that they don't well, like that you're doing. Right, right. And then everybody sees that the cops are, are, are putting me in jail for smoking pot and... and and everybody sees how they're being treated, and they hundreds won't do that. Hundreds of thousands of Over 800,000 Americans every year are arrested for smoking pot. Everybody sees that, and nothing's being done about it, Mario. Thanks for the call. 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. Don't give up your privacy. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. The 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we will share with you there. Uh, You can go and support the show, by the way, if you'd like. You can go to promote.freetalklive.com and learn how to get a free bumper sticker as well as download uh, web graphics, banners, high-resolution graphics, and more flyers as well you can print out and promote Free Talk Live with. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. And speaking of bumper stickers. Yeah, uh, libertystickers.com. They've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of liberty-oriented bumper stickers over there. Something speaks to your soul at libertystickers.com. You can get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month from the back of your car. Do it for fractions of a penny apiece. From the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. They uh, they sell in bulk in case you have a retail store or a, um, you know, flea market stall or going to a gun show or something like that. Um, you know, They'll even do stickers for your organization. It's LibertyStickers.com. All right. We're going to continue with you and your phone calls. Bring up what you want. Let's talk to Lee listening to WAVH in Mobile, Alabama. Lee, you're on Free Talk Live. How are y'all fellas tonight? Hey, Lee. Doing great. What's on your mind? I just got a little different take. I, I want to say I've thoroughly enjoyed the show, enjoyed listening to y'all, and first-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well, welcome. And I definitely agree with pretty much all the points that were brought up about the, the mother that was arrested and, and tattooing her son at 10 years old. That's right. But my take on this and my question, I guess, or the, the thought process that I use with this is that, you know, I don't know whether we agree or not that buying alcohol for minors is, is a good idea or a bad idea, but there are laws on the books that say, you know, you can't serve a minor under the age of 21 or what we consider to be minors in this country under the age of 21, mm-hmm. alcohol. There's always been a raging debate that, you know, we can ask our young men and women to serve in armed forces at the age of 18, but we can't serve them alcohol until, <clears throat> excuse me, until 21. And so I I guess the direction I'm taking with this, and I want your thoughts on this, is that, you know, had the mother gone out and bought her son at 10 a a pack of cigarettes or a a fist of vodka or or whatnot, or or her son had a birthday party and invited some friends over, and he says, Mom, I want a a shot of whiskey to memorialize my brother. Mm -hmm. She serves him a shot of whiskey and then gets arrested for it. Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? And, well, and I'm not I, have saying, you heard of parents uh, that have, uh, you know, I mean, it, it was not uncommon when I was young and I'm 40 years old. It was not uncommon for fathers to solve their son's smoking problems by having them smoke a pack of cigarettes back to back. Well, and certainly I've got you beat by six years, so I definitely came up at the same, along the same time you did where a good spanking was, was uh, not uncommon if you misbehaved and, you know, you, you, if your daddy didn't catch you, your grandmother caught you, you know, and God forbid your grandmother caught you because she made you go out and get a, whip, a switch from the tree. So to answer uh, your question, Lee, I would say no, it's not a problem at all, and it's no one's business uh, but the parents, uh, what they do. I think with, it's a really bad children. idea for them to do it. And if I want to, well, if I want to share a beer with, uh, you know, with my son or daughter, then that's no one else's business but my own. And and, and don't get me wrong, because I, I don't disagree with that at all, as right. far as an autonomy of of parents raising their children. I, I, I I'm a hundred percent behind that, and to, to to a degree, I could almost be considered a libertarian in that respect. Mm-hmm. But I guess my point is that the laws are on the books that say. You can't serve minors alcohol below the age of 21. Yep. Whether we agree with those laws or not, it's there. Sure. And, you know, if, if you violate that law, you go to jail. 
Now, right. we don't like the law. If we, as, if we as, as parents, which I am a, a, a father of, a, of two stepchildren, so I, I deal with some of these issues daily myself, and don't disagree with the, even, I don't even disagree with the fellow that called in about well, spanking his, his child for misbehaving at home. And, and agree with what y'all said as far as it's none of my business how you raise your children and what you choose to do your, your, with your children and how you choose to raise them, and vice versa. But my only point with this is that it, the laws that are on the books, that if we don't like those laws, we as citizens, which hopefully we are, but as you said on your show, that we're more serfs than anything else, but that we as citizens should have the right to raise our children as we see fit. But with the laws on the books, we also have to follow those laws. Well, so I say break. Those. I say good people break bad laws. True, but then good people also can go to jail for breaking bad. Sure, no doubt, that's Absolutely. what happens. When there you are break consequences. Bad laws. There are consequences, no doubt. But when it comes to the things you're talking about, I think you have a choice as a parent. You can educate your child on the very important aspect of drinking. I mean, because most people do in the United States have drank at some point in their lives. So you're talking about a 90th percentile here of people that uh, that have drank in the United States. You can talk to them about this important activity. You can teach them about this important activity. Or you can leave it to pimply-faced 14-year-olds. Yeah. Because that's what they did. That's what happened with me. Yeah, I would do, I would say take it into you know take the responsibility into your own hands, uh, do it and do it quietly. Yep. And keep I don't it on want the my son low. out there on a uh, on a, a thousand cc motorcycle, drunk as he could be, like I was when I was eighteen years old, because nobody ever discussed this with me and nobody ever taught me. I'd rather break the the small law and have the oppor- you know uh, opportunity of having some trouble with the law than see my son dead on the side of the road. Hey Lee, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. Appreciate it and st- uh, stick with us. We're on there every Saturday uh, night on uh, WAVH down in uh, Mobile. So I appreciate. Hearing awesome. from you, eight five five great station by the way. Huge FM talk uh, signal covers. There. Yeah, big big station eight eight five five four fifty free. You can take control of the airwaves. Let's talk to Charles, listening to WSC FM in South Carolina. Another big great FM talker. Go ahead. Uh, Sal here, right? It is Charles. Hey, thanks, Hello. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little about uh, Ron Paul and this whole electability issue. You know, when I talk to conservative friends of mine. You know, there's always an issue, whether it's the drugs, it's the uh, foreign policy, or it's whatever their issue, or the pro-life. And, you know, I mean, the, first of all, I, I've, I've come to full understanding of the drug issue. I've come to full understanding of the foreign policy issue. Excellent. The, the, the pro-life issue, they, they've, they've mislabeled him, so, I, you know, I try to wake people up. But the, the electability thing is this, this amorphous thing they fall back on, which I saw this weekend for the first time. I went to a, uh, a Ron Paul rally at college of charleston here and and i saw all these college kids really embracing freedom i was really impressed by that and i thought well this is happening all across the nation it's not only this college Mm -hmm. so i thought between all those college votes the ron paul supporters such as myself who will not vote for romney or newt or santorum there's no way you you couldn't be a a a passionate ron paul supporter and do that because you really support the constitution is what you're supporting and then and then you have some disillusioned democrats between that and then the establishment right, you you have all the votes you need to get Dr. Paul elected. Sure, in the general, and, I think he'd be he's the best. He's the most electable in the general, and I don't under. Oh yeah. I, I challenge anyone on that uh, topic. I mean, really, you think that uh, Romney, Santorum, or Gingrich have a better chance against Obama than Ron Paul? Because Ron Paul can, uh, you know, can 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 take him from both sides. There's a disaffected, a, big, a lot of disaffected lot of Democrats. I, I I will not vote for one of those three candidates. I, I don't I don't think we can write in in South Carolina, but I'll endorse whoever he endorses. He endorsed Chuck Baldwin last time. I voted for Chuck Baldwin. Um, 
I mean, I don't advocate staying home, but he's not going to get won't get the college vote if, if if they try to push one of these other three yeah. down our throat. So Ron Paul won. What Ron Paul won um, eighteen to twenty nine the vote the the eighteen to twenty nine vote um, in South Carolina he was the number one candidate in those in both the eighteen to twenty four and the twenty five to twenty nine that categories. speaks to the that that there's good yeah. things in the future for liberty right 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 the, there the, is. the it might take a while because get rid of us old geezers here I'm, no I'm doubt. only forty but still I uh, it's it's just very hard to hear it especially with the religious right I've tried to explain especially with one issue voters even in my own family. Well, you said difficult. you've come along, right? I mean, you you said you've changed your mind on the foreign policy. It's about and, the message, man. And you've changed your hey, mind you know, on the yeah, war on that, drugs. That's right, because I, I understand. I You know, I think I'm very enlightened and well-read, but there's no way I can hold a candle to the founding fathers. No way. None of us. I mean, you guys are pretty bright, but I mean, these guys really understand. Well, I don't know how enlightened they were. I mean, yeah, some of them had slaves. Yeah, I don't hold them uh, well, up as uh, gods or anything like that. Yeah, they, they were put together a men, pretty just... good system in the Enlightenment period. and, and I'm, you know, they, I, they understood government is what I meant to say. They understood, they understood people and people's nature. Excellent, and, Charles. And even they, I'm sorry? I said, excellent, sir. What else did you want to share tonight? Oh, that was it. I just want to say that Ron Paul is electable, and that's it. If you elect him, that is absolutely true. If people bother to pull the, the lever for Ron Paul, he could absolutely win, and I thank you. And actually, you. more important than that, Ian, let's focus on local election, because that's real more important. And that's why I moved to New Hampshire, so I could focus on uh, local elections that are, are more winnable. Uh, and I thank you for the call tonight, because in New Hampshire, you can win a local election with a few hundred dollars. It's right. not a big contest. We're movers They're, for the Free State Project, and the Free Staters have uh, you know, more than a dozen people in the state house. In the state, I mean, your local, <laughs> what's the percentage of liberty lovers in your state house? We got, right. How many state houses and senates, even, even the New Hampshire Senate, which is far more disconnected than the state house, uh, there's only like 24. Four people in the New Hampshire Senate, but the state house is over four hundred. It's the largest no, legislative body uh, in in you know the United States and maybe even the Western the world. But uh, oh, the New Hampshire Senate third. just passed nullification, jury nullification. They passed a bill that will uh, will basically mandate that the courts have to inform the jurors of their right to uh, to use jury nullification. But they kind of use it in they kind of do it in legalese terms. So it's not the best bill in the world, but it's something that's happening here that's not happening anywhere else. Uh, go to freestateproject.org to learn more. See you tomorrow night, freetalklive.com. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com.